You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Trina Reed. Hi, Trina. Hi, Steve. We are going to talk today about uh, the expectations of sex on date nights, uh, particularly if you have kids. Um, is, is, is it an issue where you, you have to pick one, or... Um, is it kind of dependent on the mood that you're in or what you're doing? So we're going to kind of, well, we, we're not going to kind of, we're going to dig into this. And, uh, you know, there's probably not a right or wrong answer to this, but we'll discuss it. Um, to get things uh, kicked off here, uh, what should a typical date night look like for a uh, busy couple? I think it's, you know, every couple has what they like to do, Steve. I think what's important to think about here is making time for your partner, actually creating uh, an evening where you're going to be doing something together. And the thing about date night is it has to be planned. So something that I talk about a lot is, you know, sex generally, after a few years together, doesn't happen spontaneously. You have to plan it out. You have to think, okay, what what day is going to be best for us or evening? You know, what can we do? So, like, the thing is, the more planning you put into your sex or into your date, night the more fun it's going to be so the thing is when you actually sit down and say we are going to have a date and we're going to go out on a certain night and you know what are we going to do some people want to go to a movie some people want to have dinner out together you know it, it it's really what your preference is and if you don't have a lot of cash you can just put uh, the VCR, not I guess it's not a VCR anymore. DVD <laughs> on for the kids, and just uh, have some time alone with your partner. But it's just the, the 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 act of doing it on a regular basis. It's a connection time, and it's so very important to ha to have a date night at least once a month with your partner. And you know, if the date includes sex or doesn't include sex, it's that time spent with your partner that is crucial. That's that's the glue that's going to help keep your relationship happy. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you think? Um, part of that date night planning process would facilitate working in the sex, or and is that sex part of the connecting process of a date night? Well, so, you know, the thing is, I you know, the one thing about when you say you're going to schedule sex, um, some people say, you know, I, I I get into the bedroom like we said, okay, this is the day that we're going to have sex, and I get into the bedroom and I don't feel romantic. I've had a hard day, and there's all these reasons why. A lot of people don't want to do the the whole scheduled sex thing, but this, and the same is true with with a date night. You know, you could have a good day, you could have a bad day, you could be fighting with your partner. I mean, all these dynamics are taking place, and so to have that 
extra added, you know what, when we get home from our date night, we are going to go to the bedroom and have sex. It might just put uh, a dampener on the entire date night because, you know, because, you know, maybe one person wants it, maybe one person doesn't want it, but there's that expectation hanging between the, the two of you. So I would say that a date night is really, really great to create a nice mood for each other. You know, you're going out, you're spending time with each other. Hopefully you're being affectionate, you're holding hands, you're, you know, you're talking, you're, you're doing something that you don't get to do uh, usually in the, you know, the day-to-day things, you know, routine that you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that you should expect to have sex out of that, I don't, you know, it, it really depends on the, the, the day and the mood and the couple and all that, all the other things that go on that, that can either facilitate good sex or not facilitate good sex. Do you, um, you know, in terms of using date nights, <clears throat> excuse me, using date nights as a uh, time to reconnect, um, you know, as part of your challenge that you're doing right now, your six-month sex challenge, one of the things that you're trying to do is make sure that you don't into get into bad habits. Um, I think date nights would be, <clears throat> excuse me, I think date nights would be a great opportunity to kind of shake some of those sexless bad habits um, if you can, right? Well, yeah. Well, the thing I hear from moms, and it's mostly moms, is because you know, they tend to be really busy and multitasking and there's a lot of things on the go. And, and I'm not saying dads don't have this because dads have this too, but this is the feedback I get from moms, is that they only have enough energy to go out for a date or have sex. So they say, you know, I, I, you know if we're going to have sex, great. But I can't do the, 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 you know, let's go out and have a nice date and spend some time together. Because when I get home, I'm, you know, as we're leaving to get into the car to go home, I'm starting to think about my children. I'm starting to think about all the stuff that's going on at the house. And, and the, the, the mom reverts, you know, goes from being, you know, wife, mm-hmm. partner of her husband, back to being mom. And, it's, and it's, for a lot of women, it's hard for them to switch gears. And, you know, although I can appreciate what they're saying, Sometimes I say to them, you know, sometimes if you have the energy when you get back, you know, have sex. But, you know, if, you're, if it's really not something that, if it's just going to turn you off, it's just going to make the mood worse, then, then don't do it. But um, I think, Steve, sometimes when you have young children and, and you really are exhausted with these, these young kids, there really shouldn't be an expectation at the end of the date night to have sex. You know, maybe decide to have sex on another night that week instead of the date night but just take that opportunity to to get away from the kids and, and just start spending time one-on-one yeah okay so as long as well it, you know it could give you another opportunity to reconnect um another night maybe not in a date night but having the sex instead so that could be a yeah yeah i, I just I, but it all oh i know you're going to be so surprised when i say this day, <laughs> but it, it comes down to communication to what? say you know what yeah, yeah, communicating. You know what? Maybe on our date nights we're not going to have sex, but we can try and figure out another time to have sex. But let's just, you know, right now where we are in our life, let's just go out and have a nice time together because I really feel anxious during the date and frustrated and all the stuff that some women feel. Uh, if we have to have, if I know I'm going to come home and have to have sex with you, I just don't want to have that. So it's, it comes down to the couple communicating about what they can do within that date night sex thing going on. Gotcha. Okay, so we are recording this right around Valentine's. And so let me ask you this question. 
with Valentine's coming up and people planning all their Valentine's Day get-togethers and nights out and all that kind of stuff, is it expected that there should be sex on Valentine's? Um, you know, I think women have this uh, preconceived notion, not all women, but a lot of women have this preconceived notion about being, you know, uh, having romance and, and, you know, having all this stuff done for Valentine's Day. And, and I find men are a lot more pragmatic about sex and Valentine's Day. And so I think what women want is to be to have, you know, a, a beautiful night out and 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 I don't I don't know if she can relate that back to sex. Uh, but men think, okay, I've done all the schmoozing now for <laughs> Valentine's Day. I've I've given the candies, I've taken her taken her out for supper. I've done all the things that I'm supposed to do. Now let's have sex. And I think there's just these two different expectations around what should happen with Valentine's Day can cause some anxiety around the partner. So even though the woman wants romance and the flowers and all the other stuff that goes along with the Valentine's Day, um, I don't know if she's equating that to. And and therefore we will have sex after yeah. I get romanced, whereas the men are. And it's, it's, again, Steve, it comes down to a lack of communication. Sure, and so. I was just I was just going to say if um, you know this could be one of those things too, where you could actually communicate what what the night expectations are. We're going to go out have dinner, and maybe you bought them like some lingerie or something, and you could have this expectation ahead of time, and you you could. You know, in, in, in the end, they might not be in the mood or you might not be in the mood or one thing or another. But, you know, setting that mood ahead of time based on the activities that you're planning, um, is, is that a good way to go about things um, just in well, general? Well, you know, they, I, so they have a male Valentine's Day. It's not so popular in North America. It is in Japan, apparently, on okay. March the 14th. They have Men's Valentine's Day, and it's, you know, it's called Steak and Blowjob Day, you know, because <laughs> men, because men, they want, a, they want a good steak, and they want a blowjob, and but the thing is, the expectations are set, and then, so I think for Valentine's Day, women want to be romanced. They want to have all that wonderful frou-frou stuff, and I, I think if that's what she wants, great, and, and, and if that's what the, the way it's going to be, then maybe they should have the male Valentine's Day on March the 14th, where they go out and they have a steak, and then at the end of it, they have sex. And but the thing is, the couple understands what what's going to happen, and I think that also helps when it's when it comes to negotiating the whole sex and Valentine's Day thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little pragmatic <laughs> myself about you know. Okay, it's male Valentine's Day. We understand what's going to happen today. Uh, uh, yeah, I think we need to launch an, uh, a J- Japanese edition of this site now. Um, so, um, and, you know, kind of summing things up, can, um, what, what would be the best way to go about it? You know, we, we've been talking this whole time about, you know, there definitely seems to be the separation of the expectation of having sex because you're going on a date night. Uh, but what if that is one of the things that you want to happen? And what if that is one of the things that both parties want to happen, um, what's the best way to go to kind of prime that and give yourself the best chance of coming home after your date and actually having sex? Well, the, th- the whole thing about scheduling sex is you come to anticipate that, uh, you know, th- on a certain time, you're, 
it's going to happen. So the first few times that you schedule sex, it will feel contrived. However, after those initial few times, you know that on the weekend, it's the best time for you to have sex. And sometime over the weekend, for example, you know you're going to have sex. And, and it comes to the, the couple looking forward to it. It's like, hey, you know what? It's, it, we're we're going to have it. The same is true with date nights. It, it, you have to, it's like, it's just, if, if you want to have sex with your date nights, you just come to anticipate it. And I would encourage couples strongly on their date nights to touch a lot, to be affectionate, not to talk about the kids, to talk about other stuff, you know, look for, you know, listen to your partner. I mean, this, these are all very basic dating techniques, yeah. but, um, you know, the, the whole touching and, and being nice and, and really listening to what your partner has to say and doing something fun together, that that is really going to help get any person in the mood for sex. And if, if both parties know that at the end of the, the, the date, sex will happen, uh, so, the, you know, the, the expectation is put up front then, you know, hopefully getting into the sex will be a lot more ease. But the whole date night, it becomes foreplay. Uh, and and, that's, and, you know, and that, that's what makes a date night fun. If one person wants to have sex and one person doesn't want to have sex, then maybe you can make up, a, you know, you can come to a truce of sorts. Like one date night is about the person who wants to have sex and maybe the next date night isn't, you know, not having sex, is just going out. But, you know, the thing again, oh gosh, how many times have I said this? It comes down to communication. You know, you got to start talking about what you want to have happen on a date night. And, and so date nights, really, the, just the way they're set up can be, a fabulous way to start the foreplay to get those great sexual feelings ignited and started um, and maybe the couple is at a place in their life where you know with for example with young moms it's just you know what they're just too tired and yeah. by the time they get home they just want to go to sleep and and so it, it's the dynamics of the relationship yeah and you know we get so many emails about um, you know sexless marriages and like you said, date nights are, can be a really great mechanism for foreplay. So this might be one way where maybe not on the date night you're having sex, but it could lead to that reconnection that you were talking about earlier. Well, so. the more happy moments you can create within a couple, the more happy times, the more happy thoughts, the more happy moments that you can create w- within a couple, the easier it is to feel close and intimate and therefore sexual with your partner. So the date nights are one of those important, important moments that you go out and you create a fun cl- time for you and your partner where you're looking at each other the next morning and saying, hey, we had fun last night, wasn't the movie great, or whatever it was, but you're creating that happy moment that facilitates the ability to have sex so much easier so whether the pressure should be on to have sex that night i don't know it, it, i don't know the answer it's, it's up for debate and it's i think it's a couple by couple issue sure well i mean i think um and and wrapping this up we've kind of concluded that there really is no right answer and we kind of alluded to that at the very beginning of this podcast but if there's one thing people can take out of this it's that we should have male valentine's day just like japan does <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just saying. I just you know, when you hear a good idea you wanna run with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, looking <laughs> like a true man. Yeah. Yeah. I like steak, what can I say? <laughs> Uh, Trina, that is going to do it for us. Um, so it's always a great time talking to you, and we'll do this again soon. Um, 
So I want to let everybody know you are listening to Dr. Trina Reed, who has a doctorate in human sexuality. Uh, She is an international speaker and offers sex tips, free sex tips on her website, Best Sex Tips Ever. She also has a new book out, Till Sex Do Us Part. And you can get that information on her website. And we also have that on our website if you forget this. Uh, You can also follow Trina on Twitter. Dr. Trina Reed is her handle. And I don't know if you noticed this, Trina, but on the experts uh, page on the Hitched website, we actually have a um, running stream now of all the experts who at least have Twitter accounts um, on that page. So when you tweet something, it actually shows up on that ex- expert page on our site. So if you guys uh, forget these the handles or you want to look up some of the other experts or Trina, um, you can go to that experts channel and, and find their Twitter information there. Um, and lastly, before we go, I just want to give a heads up of next uh, week's podcast. It's going to be with Dr. Noel Nelson on uh, Valentine's Day gifts that don't cost anything. And uh, I know that I had teased this one with Trina as um, a a discussion about aphrodisiac foods. Uh, We switched it up a bit, and uh, maybe we'll do that some other time. Absolutely. Yeah. So thanks once again, Trina, and um, we'll talk again soon. See you, Steve. Okay, bye, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.